special recording today and I'm always excited about when we do special recordings because you know I definitely want to make sure we are bringing on and accommodating our guests so I'm so excited about today's show on ready set real estate drum roll it is that time to introduce you to Darius and Courtney Petway of Petway Estates. Welcome, welcome to the show. I am so happy to have you today. <laughs> thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. Absolutely. So uh, we are streaming live today everywhere. So for those of you who are tuning in to Sunday, it is Sunday, January 28th. It is 12 Pacific time, 3 o'clock Eastern. So this show, today's show will replay on Wednesday at 11 Pacific time on our normal schedule. And of course, you can catch us on the radio podcast everywhere. Be sure to subscribe at Lisa Puerto or Ready Set Real Estate anywhere. And you can learn more about what we're going to build on today. And I went with the dream work. Uh, teamwork makes the dream work because this couple here that I'm already enamored with, <laughs> Darius and Courtney, uh, they are real estate investors, entrepreneurs, and doing, I, I would say, phenomenal things when we're talking about uh, being a positive in our communities, right? Taking dilapidated properties, doing amazing things with them, and being able to offer them to the retail market, to landlords and homeowners. So welcome to, to the show. I want people to be able to vibe, connect with who you are and where you're based. So please tell us and share with us where you invest in and where you're based so that people can kind of peek their ears and say, ah, okay. <laughs> you want to go first? I'm Courtney. My husband. Darius. We uh, live in Louisville, Kentucky. And so right now our primary focus and target is the urban areas um, close to the downtown Louisville area. So that's where we are targeting. However, we're not limiting ourselves to that area, but that's our primary area that we um, invest in. Very good. Very good. Um, so let's get into the why of real estate, um, of all things that you could be doing. <laughs> Why real estate? Why was that uh, even uh, one of the light bulbs went off? And you're like, you know what? I think I want to do real estate. <laughs> well, it's kind of a, a extended why. I, I'll shorten it for you, though. Uh, so uh, the past few years, I work in healthcare. My wife does as well. Mm -hmm. I'm a contract with hospitals with uh, different ORs. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, the job 
you know, it pays well, but I have no time. And um, looking in the future, having foresight and vision, I didn't necessarily want that for my family. I didn't want to have to um, decide whether, you know, I want to raise my son or go to work today. Um, and I know the two are possible, but I want my, my kids to have the luxury of having the father who's very much present. Um, and then combined with um, a seminary, I'm actually in school now, and uh, mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of money, basically. And so uh, just being held, just being constricted uh, based on income, real estate allows us, allows me and my wife uh, to not have to be so um so hemmed to uh, corporate America or hemmed to the healthcare industry uh, in its demands, whether it, it gives us our time back. Um, of course, we have to invest, but uh, we have our time and uh, we're able to do what we're passionate about. I'm passionate about serving the community, serving uh, my local church. You know, this this opportunity in real estate allows us to do that. I like um, it. My why is basically the same, uh, really freedom and flexibility. You know, we're taught to, you know, go to school, get a degree, get that great job. And while that's nothing wrong with working a regular job, that is just not what we desired. We wanted flexibility. We didn't want to have to punch someone else's clock. And we saw the opportunities in real estate. Um, to be honest, he was way interested in it before I was. Um, I heard so many negative stories about real estate from other friends who got in the investing business. And so I just had a negative perception of it. Um, but he, um, was always interested in it. And eventually I, you know, got on the train too. And here we are. So, but right. And, and that's, that's well said. Um, I want to kind of, kind of, scale back to because it that everyone gets to see the fast forward journey. <laughs> but I I really want to kind of like break it out so people can kind of hear mindset because I'm huge on real estate being a mindset. And those things that you shared, those are mindsets and tools when you talk about time, money, freedom mm-hmm. and opportunity, because that's mm-hmm. what money gives us. It gives us choices. And so right. it's I really want people to kind of really hone in. And I want this to resonate for people, especially because you're a young couple, you're a young married couple. And I love that you, you, as you, even as you're, as I'm asking the questions, you look at him and you say, you want to go, <laughs> you want to go first. So I, I, I'm, like I said, I'm enamored and, and I know our, our following and people who are watching the show will totally be enamored with you both as well, because I think what you're doing is amazing. And it's inspiring. So let's talk about how you got started in terms of I hear the why and it's it has to be greater than money. So all those things that you shared, it's important that people really understand and understand that, that your why's have to be greater than money, because when you don't get paid every two weeks. Right. (laughs) Right. Let me reiterate that for those of you who are listening and want to get into investing and buying real estate and selling real estate, for those of you uh, who are interested, your why has to be greater than money because this is not a position that is paying you every two weeks unless you grow your pipeline and you're cashing checks on a regular. So um, and it takes it takes uh, time, effort to build there. So (laughs) yeah. Right. <laughs> 
So what I want to, I want to, want you to share, I'd love to hear kind of how you got started. Like how, how, hey, Courtney, was it, you, you said Darius started first with saying, hey, we should check this out and you jumped in. So tell us, or expand a little bit on the negative, uh, I guess, um, connotation you had with real estate investing, especially when we hear it on the radios, on the TV, on the infomercials being up late at night and everyone scrolling. How did, how, yeah, what were some of the negatives? I just, let's expand on that. Um, so he actually found out about a local seminar, um, in our area and he went and again, I really wasn't interested in going because all of the negatives. So some of the negatives I heard, I had a coworker actually who, um, owns one rental property and she was just talking about how bad the tenant is and there was a murder next to it. And so yellow tape and just, Losing money, people not paying rent on time, just a lot of negatives or, you know, someone doing a flip and the contractor bails on them. And so they've paid all this money, but there's no work. And so now they are tied to this property and it's not finished, but now they're broke because they don't have any, you know, funds to finish the property. So just crazy stories like that. And so I had a very negative um, perception of real estate, like it's a risky business. And I tell my peers all the time, I said, everything's risky, you know, no risk, no reward. Right. You know, you can lose your job tomorrow. (laughs) So there's really no even security in your job. There's always a risk, especially when it pertains to wealth or investing in any sort. Um, But I think what made the difference um, is we took our time to get educated. We didn't just jump out there. Right. We invested a lot of not only money, but time to make sure, you know, we're still going to make mistakes. We are still relatively new, um, but we wanted to mitigate those risks and those mistakes as much as possible. Um, So I think that's the difference between, you know, probably some of my peers who were doing it. They probably take the necessary steps and education before just going out there. Um, Yeah. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> Darius, did you feel like it was much pulling? Like, come on, come on. Um, was that a a, a battle? <laughs> of, you know, how do you get to the meeting of the minds to say, you know what? Would, you know, or was she really like, all right, I'm gonna go and I'll listen? How was how was that? <laughs> uh, before I make decisions, uh, I saturate them with prayer, right? So okay. before yes. I ever decided to uh, kind of I guess do this. I've been praying for months and, uh, yeah, I just got in his goodness. Uh, I, I can't change her mind just like she can't change minds. I don't right. try to. She's a grown woman. I'm a grown man. <laughs> so, uh, I just talked that up to God. Like, <laughs> like you got that. So basically after prayer, um, yeah, I was scrolling on Instagram with us millennials do and, uh, I saw an ad for a uh, a conference and uh basically uh I ended up going to the conference. Here's the irony. Uh, <laughs> after seeing how much real estate would cost us, like, I wanted to run the other way. At the time she had heard the conference. I was sold. She was sold. She was like, oh man, come on, let's let's do this. And I'm like, yo, for this amount, that's good. Yeah. So um yeah, that's how the roles kind of switched. And so um mm-hmm. from then on um uh, yeah, we, we we decided to go ahead and do it, and uh, we we both uh, 
yeah, roles in, in everything. We, we both, uh, we both fully invested and, um, very much willing to do what's necessary to make this successful. One thing we learned at the conference that stuck with me, they said, you know, investors think about how much the return will be, not how much the cost will be. And so that's something that stuck with it. Like, oh yeah, it's going to take X amount, but what is my return? You know, I may have to invest a thousand dollars, but if I'm getting a hundred thousand dollar in return, what's one thousand dollars? And so we had to shift our mindset to always thinking, well, man, that costs so much to, but we can get this in return. Yeah. <laughs> so we really had to shift our mindset and that conference really um, helped us do that. And since we attended it, we've been hitting the ground running. So that's yep. great. That's great. And yeah. I, I'm really happy that you said shift mindset because again, real estate is a mindset. And in terms of things that I ask and I share and words that arm people, motivate, empower, or you don't say, right? Like, what is the cost? It's what's the investments, right? Right. If you're learning something, I personally don't say what was my takeaway or what was your takeaway. I like to say what was the added value. You know, so, you know, it's just, it's mindset. So yes, yes. I'm so excited. So happy. And you, and you heard her. She did say, no, it was Darius did said it as we millennials do scrolling <laughs> on the timeline. So yes, mm-hmm. we are, we are millennials. And so, and this is why I'm so excited because again, the show continues to feature, uh, we have our millennial features. Um, and today Dar- Darius and Courtney are, our millennial guest that I'm so excited to have on the show to talk about Petway Estates. And so I have your website featured here so that people can learn more in terms of how they can connect and build with you and uh, any opportunities that you may have in your locale. So and I think it's I think it's great that um, you're able to offer a way for people to connect with you, albeit social media and your website. So I want to talk about learning curves, learning curves, because this show is about raw, real, and uncut. It's not a scripted, and especially because we're live, it's not scripted, and we have to move away. I feel it's per our personal responsibility is moving away from taking escrows, a 30-day, 45-day, 60-day, six-month escrow into a 30-minute show. So let's snip that out. <laughs> Yeah, let's snip that out. That's not real life, you guys. That's TV. But let's talk about a significant learning curve uh, with you as you've learned investing and rehabbing. And that can be anything, just uh, just something that you felt was significant, that you felt really impacted you and that you felt would be a learning lesson to share with everyone listening and viewing today. Oh, well, a recent learning curve is really paying attention to your numbers and comps, comps for those who are watching are not um, familiar with the term comparable. So um, we always say we don't want to be an emotional buyer. So numbers are our bread and butter. We don't care how we feel about the property or if it's going to be a good investment. What do the numbers say? And so recent learning curve, we actually lost out on what we thought was a good property but even though we were sad to lose it, it really wasn't a loss because it would have saved us so much money in the end versus actually getting that property because we didn't pay attention to the comps, the comparables. 
So we wanted the house to possibly resell for a certain price. But in all actuality, when you look at the other homes sold within, you know, the last six months, you, you know, the deal last six months, uh, 0.5 miles, same square footage, et cetera, it would have not sold for what we wanted it to sell. And so we were to hang on to that property and and it did not sell what, what we wanted it to sell for. We would have lost money or just wasted time. Wait, not only lost money, but also wasted time. So you put in six months of work to not even get a profit. Mm. And so while we really wanted this property, it was a good decision to just let it go. And uh, we just want to encourage people, you know, not all you're, you're not going to win all. You're not right. going to win. Every, there's going to be some losses. And so to paint this picture that, you know, we're going to win every single time and we're going to get every house or every or just. You're going to win some and you're going to lose some. And you just have to be okay with that. Um, grow, get better, learn from your mistakes, learn what not to do, um, how you can improve, et cetera. So um, just really being firm on numbers and your values and not buying out of emotion um, was our most recent learning curve. Um, it sucked, but we're kind of glad we got it off our hands. <laughs> so. Right, right. Yeah, that's a good one, especially and from a when I wear my professional hat and I do consultation so that I resonate with that. And that's exactly where we come in in terms of advocating for our clients to really understand that this is an investment. Right. It's and it's for most people, one of the large one of the largest purchases that they're going to make aside from a car and. And I'd like for us to move away at some point away from investing in cars unless they're classics and luxuries that add value. But sidebar. <laughs> but yes, it is moving away from being an emotional buyer because it's actually one of it's actually one of the oldest selling techniques in our industry. Right. If you make the buyer emotional. Mm-hmm. Right. Once you once you they sell the tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> yes. So and I think that's probably what happened to some of our peers. They made have made emotional purchases because they thought it was a good deal without doing the due diligence and the research, which really just stems from a lack of education. Um, so we were able to spot that learning curve because of the education we received prior, and we didn't just go through with it just because of feelings. Um, yeah, that and that's. Again, that's a mindset. You hear this? These are common things, you guys. Mindset, <laughs> mindset, mindset. And I like that Darius is incorporating, implementing the prayer aspect because it's prayer meditation. Uh, one of our last guests, and I really like that all the entrepreneurs that are coming on is sharing a commonality, which is mind, body, spirit. It all has to be in line because when we're talking about growing generational wealth and prosperity and success and abundance, that's all the well-being of self. So woohoo! I'm so excited <laughs> because you guys get to be tangible experiences that people can see that it's not just me ranting. But it's like people are living this, right? Living that it's important to be connected, mind, body, spirit. So let's talk about how are your roles set up in your business and how has that contributed to strengthening your partnership? And that can go both ways, both personal and in business. 
No, I just do what she tells me. (laughs) 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 Right. Okay. Uh, Well, I'll talk about my role. Uh, I'm more of a um, design type um, hands-on person. So I do more of the field I work uh, in regards to talking with general contractors, talking with subcontractors, making sure we're on our timeline, firing if necessary. Um, I do more so that end of it. Um, I enjoy it very much. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a hands-on person. I'm a people person. I don't mind uh, fun conversation, and I also don't mind tough conversations. So uh, that is pretty much what I do. And, again, the design aspect seeing a dilapidated building and seeing what it could be. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That That is kind of my role. I know that's kind of brief. It's so that's, crazy because I didn't think about this before, but our personalities have trickled into our business. I'm very black and white. It either okay. makes sense or it doesn't. <laughs> so he's the great. Like, he can see. He's the artistic one. I'm not. I'm the numbers person. He's not. So it's though our personalities actually trickled into our business. And so he likes the design and I like it too, but I, I already know he is better in that area than I am. Um, just being honest, but you know, me, I'm the one putting together the contracts, running the numbers. Does it make sense? Should we go forward with it? You know, submitting the offers. Then if the offer is accepted, he's the one going in the house, looking at the design, getting with the contractors. And, um, I, I still am a part of that process too, but he definitely spearheads. So I'm kind of more so the behind the scenes while he's the. She's like the secret weapon. I wish (laughs) I could, um, I wish I had administrative skills, <laughs> you know, deep going through literature line by line, precept yeah. upon precept, going through it and yeah. knowing that, but that's not me. <laughs> it's not for me. <laughs> no. And so, you I know like, what? I'm a detail while he's big picture. So yeah. that kind of, it works, it meshes. So. Yeah. Perfect. And see, I like, I like that you have to know that about yourselves. Um, mm-hmm. Like you said, Darius is saying, you know, I'm, I'm the visionary. I'm okay with me. This is, I'm going to stay in my lane and we're huge even in my partnerships. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know how to stay in my lane. Like some of the stuff he does is like, that's not me. I'll just let me know what I need to do and what contracts I need to pull. I think so the great can... LeVar Ball quoted that. Stay in your lane. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. So, so share with us what's next for Petway Estates. Um, any upcoming projects, just conferences. I, I would imagine that you are participating in various networking opportunities to continue to learn, 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 especially because it's one thing to be armed, but I think what you also maybe can um would agree is that a lot what you've learned is an experience right in the field and being hands-on so what's next for petway estates rentals <laughs> we're trying to get into some buy and holds um since we've been married at the end of every year um we have like a strategy meeting and we have a a year-long kind of what do we want our year to look like as far as our business goals and even like personal finance goals. 
Um, and so we set goals for this year, realistic, attainable goals. And if we do more, that's great. But we have at least a bar we want to meet. Um, and that is rental. So we've got into flipping. We're um, still learning wholesaling, but we do want to get into that passive income. Because while flipping is great, it's nothing like still having those checks rolling in, <laughs> rolling in right. monthly. So right. um, definitely looking into some multifamily um, units. So very good. So buy, fix, and rent. Buy, do it all. Good, good. Very good. I'm 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 excited to hear that. And you said something that was so profound because. You and how'd you say it? Just you said it, you said it so quickly. I didn't want to stop you, but I really wanted okay. to highlight what you just said because I'm like, did you just say after the end of the year we have a meeting? We strategize. Yes. <laughs> we so strategize. people, you strategize. Mm-hmm. This married couple is a young married couple, and every year they are strategizing and see. Oftentimes, people don't really get the fact that your marriage, your partnership is like running a business, right? Are we, where are we and have we met last year's goals? Are we on track with our future goals? What are we doing with our present goals? So, see, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm enamored with the pet ways because of it. <laughs> Everybody wants to do hashtag relationship goals. Hashtag Petway Estates, okay? <laughs> now, the meetings aren't always fun. They can get tense sometimes right. because you have to take what you might want versus what he wants and then put them together. Yeah. And there's a lot of compromising, but at the end, you know, we're able to say, okay, where did we fall short in 2017? How can we improve? Because if you don't sit down and assess, how do you know what you need to work on or how do you, how how do you know what goals you need to reach if you don't sit down and discuss them? And so we we make an actual plan, we sign it, and we hang it up on our bulletin board. So we're each accountable to one another. Okay, this is our goal. Re- let's remind ourselves this is where we want to go. Um, no, I like that. I'm so happy that you're sharing that because it's practicality and accountability amongst each other. So that is fantastic. I just want to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Thelonious Jones, real estate investor and the solutionist who's got a book out called What the Real Estate Gurus Don't Tell You. If you are not familiar with DLC Jones, he is really real, raw, and he will tell it like it is. So be sure to support uh, and purchase his book, new release, by the way, gurusdonttellyou.com. And I'm so happy that we're being able to create a community here on Ready, Set, Real Estate that supports our nonprofit Real Estate 100 Youth Foundation, extending family to the Petway Estates, Theo, and tons of our entrepreneurs and guests all over the country. So I'm really, really excited about what we're doing. And uh, be sure to make sure you connect with the Petways. So how can people connect with you? Just go ahead. I've been, kind of, I've been hinting and plugging, and so they'll see on the monitor if they're viewing. But, again, we are on radio podcast, so let them hear it. Where Where do they connect with you on social media? Um, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn, they're all Petway Estates. So if you Google Petway Estates, our website will come up, or you can just search a hashtag. Um, so Petway Estates, and it'll link to us. Um, also, in addition to uh, real estate, we love traveling. 
So we also have a little blog called Dare to Court, D-A-R-E-T-O-C-O-U-R-T. It's a play on our names, Darius and Courtney. And we actually use um, our travels when we're going to different places as inspiration for our designs. Design, so yeah. there it is. So yeah. that's how you can connect with us. A lot of cool ideas out there. Yeah. And we implement them in how we design homes. We recently went to Dubai for our second wedding anniversary. So I'm yeah. interested to see. What um, inspiration comes from that? <laughs> I'm so I'm so happy that you said that because um, I missed a trip, so I was tentatively scheduling a trip. To, uh, I believe it's uh, April or May, and so when I saw it on Instagram, I was like, "See, the synchronicity is happening. I'm going to be in Dubai because Courtney and Darius have been there, and I saw the shot, the midair shot, and I was like, "See, I got to have one of those shots." <laughs> <laughs> I love that's actually one of my favorite pictures. I need to blow it up. Yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, it was really fun. It was hot, <laughs> but it was yeah. fun. It was. It was. Any last remarks? Anything that you want to share? Um, again, we're going to wrap up the show. We keep it short, sweet, and powerful on Ready Set Real Estate. And uh, any last remarks? Uh, we just appreciate you. Thank you for having us on your show. Thank uh, you. God bless you and all of your endeavors. And uh, yeah, kudos. Thank you. Love what you're doing. And I know it's going to impact a lot of people. Yeah. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I receive it and we receive it all on behalf of Real Estate 100 Youth Foundation. Thanks, you guys. Be sure Thank to help out. All right. All have right. a good one. Thanks.